from? I just lost the rest of the recording, but it's somewhere in there. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, um, so we went, we were all over the place tonight. <laughs> with this with a map. Man. You know what? Sometimes it's just about if this conversation was a trunk, it would have every sticker. And, you know, let's talk about something, and let's try to not let our emotions get. This is something I do really want to talk about. What do we got? Fifteen minutes? Mm-hmm. About that. Okay. What do you guys? Um, I, I read something on a suicide awareness website today, and the post was about men not talking about their issues men not talking about if they have depression or anxiety or if they're you know they're having struggles um at all it's it's that stigma that we can't say anything because it's less manly if you admit that you got like issues or you know you're less of a man if you have anxiety or depression i know which is bullshit right excuse me but it's um yes it's a thing it's a thing with a lot of people, especially if they never came from a family that encountered anything it was like, like that. It's like taboo to talk it's about. It's taboo, man. You know, and then if you had a hardcore father, you know, that, you know, they just didn't deal with it. His way was tight my uh, tough my kid up, beat the at him or whatever like that. Or, you know, we don't talk about that type of stuff. Man up. Or, or you know. So anyway, these people um, were, were talking about this and I had a lot of responses to it. My reply to them was that it's, and eons ago, they've adapted this very ignorant mindset in regards to men that men can't talk about issues. And here's my question to you guys. You don't have to answer, honestly, and we can delete this if you want. If you feel weird about this, ever been depressed, ever been upset, ever been sad, ever been feeling like you ever sure. needed to talk to somebody? Sure. Who hasn't? Yeah. I, it, it, and is, I've always had somebody to talk to about it. Yeah. My buddy Frank was the one that we, we would talk each other out of our blues. Right. Um, and he had a lot more reason to be blue than I did. And and here's three guys here but, that yeah. no doubt of our masculinity, if I may say so myself. I've been it's, to a psychologist. I have too. <laughs> I, you know, that's, I'll, I'll I, I talked to my buddy Frank. And he's your and, Frank. And was, yeah. Listen, whoever's out there listening, this, this bull crap mindset that, you know, you're less of a man or whatever. I'm telling you, I know a lot of people that, that they have it's human being it's human to have problems we all have problems we all deal with it different ways here's the most important thing i want to say because this was a serious conversation that came up today um you you can be so far down in that hole where you're thinking crazy stuff stinking thinking yeah and you need to understand that there is help there's people waiting to be speaking to you on the other end of a hotline or whatever. Um, and it's not like you're abnormal because you're experiencing these types of thoughts or you're depressed or you have anxiety. Go and speak to somebody, a professional. I did it. It's the best thing that ever happened to me along with medicine. Mm-hmm. And I learned to be normal. My entire life, I was just wired a little bit differently. You know, you know, I'd go from hot and cold and, you know, anger and and you know, sadness and unhappy and, you know, I just all over the place. And I just thought that was normal how life was until I'm like, you know what, man, this is like when diversity really, when the health problem kicked in and then it exasperated all of that. Then you're like, whoa, what the hell, man? And it wasn't until I spoke to somebody and that's when my life truly began. So there's people out there, men especially yeah. that think you're, you know, you're, it's, it's not manly to to go talk to somebody and get some help. Listen, you owe it to your family. You owe it, and say you don't have any family. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself. Stop first. beating yeah. yourself up 
like there's something wrong with you, you're abnormal, whatever, just talk to somebody and you will realize. The chances, overwhelming chances are that you're going to talk to somebody who's been there. Yeah. Um, and if they're anybody worth their salt, they're going to say, yeah, I've been there, man. Exactly. Um, anybody who's going to be honest with you is going to tell you. I tell you, I don't give a crap. You know about me. That's my whole, basically my whole backstory. I think there are people, and I think I know some of these people that uh, never had like a hard time in their life. And I look at them, I say, you know what? And, and they, because I've heard people talk trash on these situations. And I say, you know what? You're going to need somebody one day. Mm. And it's amazing that you haven't had the, <laughs> the problem that would make you be compassionate right now to somebody in this situation. Like, you know, because when you've been there, you're, you're going to be compassionate to the, There are serious to put, things to somebody that happen. in that exactly. situation. There are serious life circumstances that happen to everyone. I, I know you two very well. And I know what you have encountered in your lives. And there's no way in the world that you didn't feel very anxious or very sad or depressed in, the, in those times in your lives. It's normal. Whoever's out there telling you, or if you think you have this own mantra, you're, you're repeating that in your own head, that uh, this, is, this is not normal. I shouldn't be feeling this way. It's not true. That is a human. There are human emotions yeah. that you're experiencing. And again, uh, don't be afraid to talk to somebody about it. Go to a health professional. There's nothing weird about that. Right. I'll tell you right now, like I said, I, I, I am on the world on top of the world right now in regards to the work that I did to straighten things out and just to understand what that is when you have like uh, your serotonin levels are off a little bit or different. You know, it, we're all wired differently. You know, when you understand that just a little bit more and you get a little help with that, I'm telling you, man, the world is your oyster at that point. So don't neglect yourself in regards sure. to that. I just wanted to bring that up because, again, I read uh, on this site and so many guys were just replying. Yeah, you know, I'm afraid to talk to anybody. Or, you know, yeah, it's you like, you know, we people. can't we can't talk to anybody because of we're men and men don't talk. That's a bunch of crap. And sometimes you will get over things. <clears throat> you have to realize you're not going to feel the same every day. Like some people say, you know, uh, oh, man, he's just. I felt down today. Something's wrong. You know, you're going to have a couple of days sometimes in a row where you feel down. You're not always as chipper and spry as, as you know, hey, you know, that, that's okay. You're, right. If you feel one way all the time. That, right. that, there, there's you, some people that like, you know, everybody deals with grief a little different. But yeah, everybody does, right? There's some people that for years can't, they won't. Some people, it's hard to let not you, you know, you're everybody never gonna let it different. go. But I mean, I, I know I talked to a guy and he calls me all the time. And and his his mother passed, and his sister they all lived in the same house. And it's been 12 years on their job. You know, you gotta you gotta go out and get you your gotta life move back. on. You don't know, no, no one's saying that, not, yeah, no one's they, saying that you have to forget the person, yeah. Right. I said and, that your right. family, your own family that's gone now wouldn't want you living like that, right. And and it's hard, and I, I get it. But when you, you I was know, just on the phone with him before he came here. Mm. I, yeah, I, loss I, I, is yeah. terrible thing, you know. It, yeah. it, so, it it doesn't, and these things don't go away, right? Like it's always going to be there. It's just you learn how to you learn deal, how to with, deal with, with it better, it right. yeah. and you learn how to accept it and roll with it. It's not like you're forgetting somebody. Right. Again, insert whatever your adversity is. The most important thing is here, and again, with this entire show, everything we talk about, we talk about it. And we're goofy and more serious about different things because we want you to know that we're we're three guys that we're sharing everything. We it's a kind of an open book, but we do that so you feel, and men or women that you feel an attachment and like an acknowledgement uh, with us, like almost like a belonging. Ah, oh, they get that, or they, they they talk about that, or they live like that, or they did that. 
that's what we're trying to, it's, it's that commonality that we're trying to share with you because the only grass uh, that is greener on the other side is the, well, it's the grass that you're watering. That's the only, that's right. you know, it's, that's, it's not, everybody's got problems. The, the perfect life is the one you don't know anything about. Um, so yeah, well, people, what you see on Facebook, uh, that's a big thing. Like people, who puts no one puts their worst picture on Facebook? No one put most you know, people don't put their profile picture. I'm not putting one where I, you know, I just knock my tooth out and I got a giant booger hanging out my right. Yeah. Nobody does. Most that. people don't put their actual you know, recent they pictures don't put, up. They on don't, that. Yeah, they don't put their it's picture. Like, of the, I just took my trash out this morning. My hair looks like I parted it with an M80. <laughs> you know, they don't, especially like women. A, listen, life is you know. I'm gonna do that. It's it's we keep it real. And and what we're telling you right now is about the most real thing that we, you can be told. We are all human beings. We all experience a lot of very similar adversities and mindsets, and they flu- they fluctuate. Okay, they go up and they go down, yeah, right. and that's always going to happen. Even if you're talking to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and even if you're on medicine, it doesn't mean all your problems are ever cured. What you're learning to do is to Just talk about it, it and right. cope with it and understand it's a part of life. And that's what we're trying to talk to you about out there. Anybody who's out there listening, if you're having some seriously hard times, pick up the phone and talk to somebody. There's there's no harm. And God forbid, if you're in that point right now where it's seriously dark times and you're thinking about hurting yourself, <clears throat> suicide hotline, 24 hours a day. Just pick up the phone and call and talk to somebody who's waiting on the other end. And don't be afraid to talk and get some help. Again, if it's not that serious, and even if it's just something that you can't, you're 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 always depressed and you're going through life and it's just you're not you're just not happy. It's okay to talk to somebody. And here's three guys sitting right here that are telling you straight up that, uh, you know, it's it's okay to have, to to admit that you got human being problems. No one, yeah, every, right. every person that you see on TV, whether it's a professional athlete, it's a boxer. How many boxers <laughs> do we know they dealt with depression and anxiety and different things? It's a human emotion. There's These are human emotions. So Please think higher of yourself and take the time uh, to get some help because there's somebody out there waiting for you. And we care about you as well. And you should care about yourself as well. Um, I didn't mean to turn things that serious, but it was just a point that I, I had to make. Now you hit me with a song. It's emotion. Go ahead. What's the song? The Bee Gees. Oh, just emotion is taking me over. Making me so lost in my soul. And I didn't like the Bee Gees back then, but now, but again, now it's one of those I do it because things, it takes me back. It takes you back. It's a great time, which is the so beauty. Much a simpler. Time. This is simpler. Way we're going to segue right into Bob, and we're talking Where about simpler times. <laughs> well, I was sitting here singing uh, "Blue Magic" tonight, uh, the Carousel <laughs> song. Right, it was Carousel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my daughter's like, "You hit them high notes pretty good, Dad." Like joking. <laughs> Because yeah, and well, then she I started, was just telling you nice things because she was, she was just being plane. nice. She's going yeah, away. She, yeah. She's happy. She's just trying to be nice to me. Yes, I'm happy. So, dad, uh, dad, you sound great, Dad. You sound like a cherub. No, I know it's good. Blue Magic gets him high. Yeah, and she goes, but I'm not nuts about his like his high wow. singing. I'm like, come on, man. I said, listen to these words. And I said, and she goes, yeah, but that's like so different. I'm like, it's good music. It's back in the day. Listen to what he's singing about. It's about love. It's about falling in love. It's about enjoying your life right now. It's not, it's, it's what it's about. It's, you listen to the, today's music, listen to the, the, emotion. The, the lyrics in these music. It's, it's all about me, 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 me. I, it's, I, 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 I. But you know what? Isn't, isn't like our culture that way too. It's, crazy. it's like all about it's crazy. Me. It's about me. It's not about, and I no, think that's the problem no, with the country as well. It's, it's yes. just, uh, like back in the day, they would write songs and tell a story. These things don't tell a story. Who else uh, hits them high notes good? Um, 
to the group called Bloodstone, sings Natural High. Okay. And I take to the sky on a natural high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. To the day I die. Yep. Check it out. Yeah, I know who they're talking about. So Bob said to me something um, this weekend, which I thought was really interesting. We were talking about about before we jumped into all the Delcoisms like a couple episodes ago. Um, it was about Sunday. And he's like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, we've got nothing going on whatsoever. He goes, you remember the day? I, I he says, what about. are you doing? I said, I'm sitting on my deck and I'm listening to kids play soccer in the field. I said, you know, back when I was a kid, they didn't play organized sports on Sunday. Sundays were for family time. Yeah. Church. Yeah, church was church. And then and everything and then, was closed. And you couldn't go to store because the stores store weren't allowed open because we had Pennsylvania Blue Law. You couldn't buy liquor. That's what's <laughs> wrong know? with the, the country. Yeah. You know? And I said, this, you know. Because every that, that bothers me. I can't shop on Sundays. Yeah. I should be able to shop on Sundays if I want. <laughs> and, uh, and then and Sunday dinners were always important an important part they of still my are life. My house, and, uh, oh, my house, yeah. Uh, dinner, dinner in general, we eat dinner yeah, together. Yeah. You know, and uh, even though like you have one parent that was able to usually um, back when I was little, the, the moms were home. Mm-hmm. That's so how it was with me. I kept little, my wife home. Yeah, so you, so now but you need two people. But the what have you sacrificed? I mean. Maybe you're making a little more money, but you're sacrificing time. Right. You know, it's, the parents. It's and, hard to. And, and you're, you're right. You're, you're, you're sacrificing <clears throat> the one influential person being at least yeah. one. But meals were like a big thing and family time was a big thing. It wasn't, it wasn't a long time, but you were eating, talking about stuff, you know, with yeah, your parents. Was, yeah. I don't know. It I just think seemed like a better time than time. It was a better life. time. It, it was a simpler time. It was, and I and I'm all for you know. I raised two kids, two girls, to be there. I here you go. There's a situation. Me being home, and th- those kids were raised with my wife's help as well, obviously, to be strong, young, independent women. Right. That you know, never to count on a guy. Right. So you're going to be able to go out there. You're going to earn your own way in life. You're going to have your own education mm-hmm. and you do not have to, I've seen too many times in life, not only, you know, just people I've known and people that I didn't know, you see a situation where the woman, she feels trapped within a relationship because she can't go anywhere because she can't earn a living or whatever, because she, she just didn't take that time to her, for yeah, herself to sure. do that. And I didn't want that happening with my girls. So priority number one was th- strong women to, to go out there and to, you know, take a crack at the glass ceiling or whatever and be the best you can be, whatever it is you want to be. Right. Now you can always fall back on it. You don't have to worry or depend on any man, you know. And so with that, back to let's go back a little bit prior to that, what we're talking about is Sundays. What happened? You know, so you started having the dual income and the kids and families were OK with just, you know, child care for the children and stuff like that. And we're not going to sit here and say, oh, that's the bad thing to do or Look, what you gained financially, you sacrificed in something else. Is all we're trying to put right. back. I remember my memories being a uh, a young kid. It was Saturdays, excuse me, Sundays down Grandpa and Grandmoms down mm-hmm. in South Philly. That's where we went. Then whole family there. It was a respect thing. You went there to see the grandparents. They wanted to see you. Grandmom, all she wanted to do was make the macaroni, the, the yeah. wagon wheel pasta, and you sat down and you ate like a pig because she made you because she they didn't have any food when they were younger. And so for them to put a big portion, five people's portion in front of you, whatever it is, even to the craziest stuff where it was meatball, homemade meatballs, pig's knuckles, 
Knuckle I don't know man, if you, yeah, you yeah. I mean, pig knuckles went in front of us. And I know that sounds crazy and stuff like that. You get into that tender meat of the pork inside there, you're not going to have any more tender than that. Fantastic. And to eat that, you're like, what? Like, <laughs> But uh, that was just how it was. You went there on Sundays. Frank's Soda. Is it Frank's? Thanks. Black Thanks. cherry wishnia. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, Black cherry there was. Yeah, sure, ab- absolutely. Yeah. And then that's what Is you did. Thanks. And they'd get an Italian cream cake or a rum cake, or whatever that was. And you just get, you're, you're, the family was together. Um, it was it started off with church. You know, that you see what's happening with church in regards to uh, the membership. It's, to, or, you know, slim to none a lot of times. A lot of yeah. different churches. Not and and a lot of that is in the Catholic Church, that's their own fault. They, they, they well, a lot of, you know, a lot of, a, you, I mean, you, you made the guy, bed, you got to sleep in it. My daughter was a good swimmer. Unfortunately. And a, and a soccer coach came in and one of the girls on her his team was a classmate of my daughter. And she said, he said, Chrissy told me that your daughter's pretty good athlete would she play soccer <clears throat> i said when do you play he said saturdays and sundays i said i want to see mom play on sundays he goes why why i said we go to church on sunday right it's a family time you know mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, I, I would the, respect that and, and the thing is i i fell into that like our kids played on sunday yeah mine, mine you too. know it's just how it was yeah. and again that's why we're not saying we're not saying oh that's a bad thing we didn't when i was a kid Exactly. When my this is, children this is were what we're young. this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sunday Sundays yeah. when we were kids. Yeah. Which was forever ago. There was you went everything to was shut down. You went to church or you went to grandma's and, and stuff you had like dinner. That. Yes. You had the dinner and home. Mm-hmm. So what here's where we're going before you're like you got smoke coming out of the bolts in your necks, folks. We're talking about the difference between now and then. We were talking about missing maybe that family time and where to well, we know where it went. We know where it went, but wouldn't it be nice to get that back? And we Binks having it. You, you got it going on Sundays and your, you know, dinner oh, yeah. is important at your house. Mm-hmm. Bob, you still got Every night's important at yeah. dinner time. We we try to have dinner together. Right. Unless somebody's like working or something like yes. that. Yes. And a lot and, of times my daughter and son-in-law will come over and now the, you know, my grandchild will, right. and we have dinner together. It's important. It's, and, the it's Reagan family fam- time. and the Reagan family on Blue Bloods eats dinner together every Sunday. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you ever watch that? No, I have not. No. No, never seen it once. You know what I'm talking about? No, I heard Blue Bloods. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of the Blue Bloods. Tom Selleck, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, but I, Sunday yeah. they all eat. Well, I mean, you know, we're just thinking how this conversation came to uh, fruition was just Bob and I speaking about the difference of today, today and then, you know. Uh, yesteryear. Yesteryear. And that was nice. My... We all knew my cousins. We knew all of my cousins. You know what I mean? And it, it, I think people are just so busy nowadays yeah. that they don't have time. But you had you have actually more time now than you did then. I think there was a study I saw somewhere a while back that said people say you don't have time today. You had less time then hmm. because all these things that you have a machine to do now, you had to do by hand back then. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the women, most of the time, I was in the row homes. I remember people hanging their, their clothes out back yeah. on the line. Oh, yeah. Like, when, my grandmother had a ringer. Yeah, yeah. Put the clothes through the yeah. ringer. <laughs> I got put through the ringer a couple of times. Uh, so what yeah. we're trying to say is, like Tony said earlier, yesterday, all my troubles seemed, seemed so, so far, far away. away. Now it looks like, though, they're Maybe scrambled eggs. <laughs> scrambled eggs. <laughs> Tony's now it brain looks like those are scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. I don't know, man. I miss those days. Oh yeah. Um, Listen, so m- I, my wife stayed home. We we made a decision. Well, she went to work for three months after my first daughter was born, and she said, "I, I can't, you know, 
uh, I got to be home with her. She was being babysat by my mother-in-law and her sister-in-law. Um, so she was in good hands. But I said, hey, hon, that's fine. So I guess it was brown bagging it. And I didn't take <laughs> my kids to Disney. Yeah. I, I brown bagged lunch every day because I wanted my wife to stay home and my wife wanted to stay home with the children. And when we had our kids, we we, had, we talked about prior to that, you know, how are we going to mm-hmm. do this? And I said, well, one of us is going to be home. She's going to be home, obviously. And then when things happen with me. Sure. She, now the kids had always went. somebody there. Yeah. You know, it's it's held again. And, but that's just, and again, that's not, it doesn't mean who, who didn't do that. It's wrong. No, we can only share no, circumstances. I went exactly. from coming home to mom home the day after my father died. My mom had to get out there and work. So I'm a 10-year-old kid coming home and there's nobody home. And then my sister Sue would come home like shortly after or she would be home first. Or my sister Colleen or my brother, whichever. But coming home to like you're used to mom being there and then all of a sudden, bang, that changes. Mom has to go out and work. So I've seen both sides of it. And, uh, you know, it was nicer when the parent was here. One of the best things. I ended up being able to uh, daycare the first two, being the daycare guy for the first two years of my grandson's life. I watched my first grandson um, until he was two years old. So he changed diapers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then I watched, you know, and that tired me out. Sure. Then my son had a baby. He's there. Can can we, can you watch him? I'm like, well, I did it. I did it for one. Yeah. So, so it's yeah, a lot of work. To, to well, my it, wife so. watches my granddaughter five days a week because my one mm-hmm. daughter is a teacher, and you know the husband has to work. My son-in-law, so she comes over. What better hands you have than grandma? grandma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not going to find that on a nanny nanny cam getting mm-hmm. smacked in the head like some of these people. <laughs> so my wife I, smacks me in the head. But you know, know. <laughs> I I just felt like they'd be better off with me. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure, with For some, a few years before they did. Yeah. You know. And again, to reiterate, we're not trashing one way or another. We're just no, talking about a situation. Enough, yeah. If you're lucky enough to be If able you can to swing have... it, it's it's I think it's very beneficial as well to the kids. Right. You know, I mean, I know it made all the difference in the world for my kids that we just it just happened that way and you make sacrifices. And again, something that my father in law always says, it's not how much you make. It's what how you spend what you make. Which I there's a little bit I mean, it obviously it is yeah, yeah, but it is. It's more how you spend what you, you got to watch. You got to be financially uh, responsible, you know, and you're going to take some shortcuts. I talked to like a that. guy, an old guy, right? Uh, he had a janitorial business. And uh, I was asking him how he makes out doing that. And he goes, I do pretty good. But just remember this, Bob. If you make. Seventy thousand dollars a year and live like you make forty, you pretty, you yeah. pretty rich man. Yep. Sure, but if you make seventy thousand a year and live like you're making one hundred and twenty a year, you're no. not so rich. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really again back to something I said uh, a reply on this suicide awareness site. Somebody had mentioned a quite well said a question. Um, does anybody else feel bad about themselves when they see a friend doing better than them and then you feel like crap and my reply to that was kind of kind of builds off of what you just said bob um it's about perspective it's about what you see as uh the word successful yeah to me and his i explained it to him to me success to me is 
the love that I have for my family and the love that they have for me, the appreciation that I have each and every day in life, uh, being mindful um, for the even smallest things. Now, people mm-hmm. can say my mindfulness is a little bit extreme, and it is, and I think that's a little hyper in regards to having a health adversity. You get a little bit more. You know what that's like, dude, when you almost passed away. Yeah. Talking to Bob, and uh, you appreciate things a lot bigger. Bink, you were brought up in a situation where you were attuned to a lot of a lot of adversity, and I think you're in a way hypersensitive to appreciating family values and the love for your family. I think that's exasperated oh, yeah. with you because of what you mm-hmm, went through. Sure. What we go through is these little storms we build upon. Hopefully, not not everybody can can adapt that way, um, but I think the three of us have. To me, what is a success? A su- success is not driving that fancy car. It's not, these things are all nice, don't get me wrong, but it's more about appreciating uh, what you have. And you're help, happy. You're happy and you have peace of mind right. and you love what you have. You're not always jonesing and wishing for more. And if you And more comes to you, that's awesome. And if you can manage to get yourself more by working a little bit more, but I said to this guy, don't judge yourself based on other people's expectations right. of you. You know what? It's up to you. It's it's about perspective and what you feel as is is the value of accomplishment. You know, and look at the things in your own life. Don't compare yourself to other people. Sure. You're setting yourself up for failure. If you're happy, you have what you want. That and you're successful that and, way. And because you know how many people are you not did everything happy? the right way, and you can sleep with yourself. Yeah, you know. You can live with yourself and look yourself in the eye. Agreed. And say, hey, listen, I'm I'm proud of what I did and how I do what I do. We're all dealt b- different cards. And I'm happy. You're right. And, and you make the best of what you have sure. while also maintaining a good, solid life the best you can. Sure. And you go through life the best you can. And your life is not going to be like somebody else or, or the person putting up their uh, for their profile page face uh, picture on Facebook of a, of a house. Don't compare yourself to that type of stuff. Don't don't. Yeah. Oh, I know some people that always post stuff, and then you find out after the fact. That, oh yeah, now it makes sense. Yeah, no wonder mm-hmm. they're divorced. <laughs> yeah, they were. Oh yeah. The thing oh, is, you can't. You, we have to go out in this world. It's tough enough, man. Just to just to get along with ourselves and get along with yeah, our. Don't family. try to keep up with the Joneses. Exactly. I can't stand people who do that. You can't Put do themselves that, man. Don't, in so don't much debt bother. to keep up with the Joneses. I know so many people go that ahead. do that. Like go they ahead. they literally they have to do that. They will. I don't want to get into it. It, it, it what they do because it's accepted. It, yeah. it does, it, you know, it, it doesn't chat my ass. It makes me actually feel sorry for them. Well, I told you there was, um, well, it, it we are of, ticking away on time just to let you guys well, know. There, I, I don't there want it to be too late for you. One, one of my son's sports, uh, there was like a click, you know, so the, the parents, when the parents got a click going, yeah, um, they, they invited us over in, in one sport. Uh, after the fact, hang out, you know, come over, burgers and dogs, all the kids get together. And uh, this one top guy wasn't there yet. Everybody's talking about this top guy saying crappy things about him. I'm like, man, I like this guy. Well, guess that guy shows up and they are kissing his ass. <laughs> and they were talking about the other guy. This guy included was talking about another guy. Hmm. Who, I'm like, and my wife comes. When you leave, she said, I thought you're that, next. She goes, you heard him talking about such and such, so and so. Nice people. I said, yeah. And you, you, you swear. He comes. They are kissing his ass. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I said, I don't want to be around these people. Yeah. Well. I said, I can't. She said, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, and the, some of these people are. I have this. I have that. I have this. 
you know, and, and then you find out there's things behind behind the scenes that you don't see it's on It's never Facebook. greener on the other side. Yeah, right? The only way it gets greener is if you the water grass your is own always grass. greener on the other side. I keep telling my wife that, and she says, it's not. It's, it's not. the grass isn't always green. I said, no, the saying goes. That's what the saying The grass saying. is always greener on the other side. Yeah. And she says, no, the saying does not go that way. We, we go round <laughs> and round with this in my house. <laughs> Listen, you got to be good with yourself and you just have to accept some things and then be grateful and thankful for what God puts in your life and appreciate and love those things. And anything extra is how I look at it in life. Like if, you know, of course we all want a little bit more and stuff like that, but what I want priority number one right now is health and time. And have, you don't have health and time. Yeah, You got nothing. I don't care. Sure. You can have five sure. boats, 10 mansions. I don't give a crap. If you do not have health and time, you, can't enjoy you have nothing. Well, I think Steve Jobs said something. Uh, oh, what the heck? I just saw it the other day. Something he said. It was pretty. Uh, I mean, if I find it, I'll send it to you yeah. guys. I, I read it and I was like, wow. It was something he said when he was dying. Like he knew they had all this money in the world and it couldn't save him. So you know, we come into this world. Yeah. With nothing. with nothing, and you will leave. That's the crazy part. This too. world, people, with people nothing. can help you into the world, but you got to die alone. You're, you're, you're like you'll have people around you, but guess what? You're going to that light by yourself. You know, when you come into the light, there are hands that grab you, come <laughs> you smack you on the ass. When you so go, you out. better be good because when, when you, you go get, out, you go out. I mean, there's nothing. Light. And this is why, again, my mantra and the mantra I think I tried to share here on this show is live your life, man. Appreciate your day. I wonder if God smacks you in the ass when you get to heaven. Like they do He now. smacked me in the face and say, oops, thought, I thought that was feet, your butt. Smack you in the ass. <laughs> giant God Very hand. butt fresh. A God Hey, hand. aren't you Just... the guy that had a, a medium-sized head between Bob and you Chico? You got a butt chin. Come here, let me smack you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a butt chin? My <laughs> no, daughter has a butt chin. My daughter has a, my daughter has a cute little chin. She goes, I got a butt chin. I'm like, no, your, your chin's beautiful. My wife has the little little, little thing in it. Yeah, and my, and my daughter has it. And it's funny because my daughter says, this is where God said, you're special. There you go. Touch, touch your rate. Touch your rate. That's right. That's I, and he, put his, he pointed his finger. You're special. That's the way to look at it. Special. But uh, tell that to my daughter. Yeah. I say. Be happy for what you have, folks. Um, be mindful of what you have. Don't worry. Be, be happy. happy. Don't worry. Really be happy now. That was an old time song. Um, Bobby McFerrin. You may not. You may possess the world and all of its gold. You may gold. possess. The world and the all world of its gold. And it's gold but gold, gold won't bring you happiness when, when you're growing, growing old. old. The, world the world still is the same. same. You'll, You'll never change it. As sure as the stars shine above, you're nobody till somebody loves you. So find yourself somebody. To love the Bill Mills Brothers. You'll know. But until somebody but loves you. you. Wayne Newton did it too. Yeah. Not as good as the Mills Brothers. Not as good as the Mills Brothers. It took me a little to catch on. And I'm like, well, I know that. And I'm like, wait a minute. But the dude who sang it was in overalls singing on I Love Lucy or, or ever, in, whatever it was. Did you ever hear the Mills Brothers Christmas music? And that's, we're coming to that time of year. Yeah, yeah. good. Oh, they got, yeah, they yeah, I'll they check them out. Some, oh, the Mills Brothers. Wait, wait, you said your dad was a Mills Brothers guy. My dad and my mom, yeah. Yeah, My dad used to play the Mills Brothers on a hi fi. Nice. 
on Saturday, lift up the middle, put the record on. Down and I, I was such a little kid. I would climb under there and just feel the bass. <laughs> no good. Nice. Nice. Like, oh. Remember that one? Down by the old, old mill. mill what's, the, uh, what's the other one? Oh. Um, you, you always hurt. The one you love. The one you love. That one? Uh, yep. What's the other one they had? Uh, hmm. Up a lazy river. Up yeah. a lazy river by the old mill run. The lazy, lazy river <laughs> in the noonday sun. Finger in the shade of a kind old tree. Throw away your trouble. Dream a dream with me. Up a Very cool. I like how these songs. Song. That's I just remember just, my dad playing that stuff, and yeah. I got back into that. Yeah, that's later cool. Because it Blue reminded me of my dad. Blue skies up above. above. Everyone's in love. <laughs> up a lazy river. How happy you could be. Wow. Up a lazy river. So, folks. As we enjoy these moments of the song. Up a lazy river. We want to thank you very much for listening to Finding Subjects podcast. For All Finding right. Subjects, I'm Tony. And Bobby. And Bink. And we are thankful for your listening. Time. Mm. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace. Peace.